Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, a registered dietitian and weight loss coach that knows exactly how to help you lose weight while having fun. Each week, I'll give it to you real by breaking down exactly what you need to do to lose your first 10 pounds and actually start seeing results. I've gained and lost 20 pounds on my own and now help hundreds of women around the world look and feel like their hottest damn self by following my proven framework. Hey, babe, and welcome back to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because I've been getting a lot of questions from my clients, from the babes in the membership, and even in my DMs about tracking progress, when to weigh yourself, how often to weigh yourself, how to know if you're in a in the dreaded P word, guys, plateau. How do you know, yo, do I need a calorie adjustment or am I just not being consistent? And something I really pride myself at with TSN and what I do in my private practice is not just giving it real, but making sure you guys understand why you're not making progress. And your your choices need to be intentional if you're not seeing the progress that you want on the scale or in your body. And it's not just because your metabolism is effed. I think that's a really big cop-out we often hear, especially this time of year when we think these New Year's resolutions and you know these new diet programs don't work. The truth is weight loss isn't something magical that you should hope for and, you know, try to change something and hope that it works for your diet. We need to be intentional with our food choices, our exercise and being damn consistent. So I'm going to keep it super real with you guys today. And I am so pumped for this episode. So let's dive in. Okay. So first things first, before we get started housekeeping guys, if you love this podcast and this episode is helpful for you at the end, please let me know, post it on your story and tag me. And most importantly, leave a review. So I know what topics you want to hear more of. um, And so we can help this podcast reach as many women as possible. But without further ado, it is time to talk about tracking progress in weight loss, weight loss, freaking plateaus. Okay. So First off, guys, before we talk about if you are in a plateau, I think we need a real talk moment and just chat about what actually progress tracking really is, when you should do it. Because if you have an inconsistent way to track your progress, it's going to give you inconsistent readings. And we can't trust those readings to really know, okay, yo, are you actually in a plateau? So when I say the word plateau, that really means not just not seeing weight loss on the scale, but you're truly not seeing progress. So at TSN and for my membership babes, you guys already know this. There are three major ways that I like to track physical progress for my clients that I find so helpful. And I've tweaked this over the years of working with clients as a registered dietitian. Um, and this is what I really like to preach and promote inside TSM. The first thing is weight, right? Duh, you guys are trying to lose weight. You're trying to tone up. Weight is super freaking relevant. Now, weight is not everything. But it's usually the first thing we want to start off with because we are trying to lose weight and shed body fat. And the number on the scale, you you can't expect it to go down a little bit. So with weight, I have my clients track their weight weekly or daily. Now, weekly is helpful at minimum, depending on your relationship to the scale and why I have different options for tracking your weight is because every babe comes in with a different relationship to the scale. I used to weigh myself obsessively in college and I wasn't in the right mindset to weigh myself more often. 
And I actually personally don't even own a scale right now. I do need to get one though, because I love them. And it shows like the body fat percentage is cool. But I do find when you are actively really trying to tone up your body and lose weight, getting on the scale at least one time a week, if not more, gives us more data and actually in, in a weird way can make your relationship to the scale better. Because if you are consistently weighing in, you're going to notice and we're going to normalize those fluctuations because your body weight isn't like this thing that just stays the same all day, every day until you magically just lose some weight and your body changes. Yes, you'll see the numbers go down over time, but fluctuations are normal for so many different reasons. Um, And weighing yourself consistently can help us see those fluctuations and also see like, okay, what direction over time is our weight going in? So no matter what, for babes in the membership, we track their weights weekly um, or daily, um, depending on kind of their relationship to scale and what works for them. Personally, if I was to give a recommendation for you guys, if you're kind of in the middle, um, if you try to weigh in like three to four days a week, um, that can be really helpful. So it's not weighing in every day, but it does give you a little bit more data. So we can see sometimes like the lowest or highest weight because really put simply right inside inside the membership and with TSN, my clients always check in weekly. We have a weekly check-in on Friday um, for that accountability to see your weekly weight loss calorie range really reflect on the week. Now, if you're only weighing in that one day a week on Friday, what if that's your highest weight of the week? What if that's you know so much higher than maybe your last weight and that was your lowest weight of the week and you may have missed another low or high number? It can really impact your mindset. And most importantly, it's not giving us a full picture of your weight because weight does fluctuate every day. So that's why sometimes weighing more consistently can be really helpful. However, I don't force my clients to get on the scale. I recently got a question about, you know, do you have to go on the scale? You don't have to go on the scale. I'm not forcing anyone to go on the scale, but I think it is helpful for tracking progress. And if you aren't going on the scale, you have to have other ways to track and measure your success so we can know, okay, are we seeing results or are we not? Then when it comes to that data you're collecting with weight, we want to track that weight every single week. So inside of TSN, y'all know this, you are not doing TSN for a month or a week or a hot minute. We need to be doing it for a consistent period of time, consistently going over and hitting all the things that we're going to talk about for consistency. So when it comes to weight, we don't want to just see weight for one, two, or three weeks. We want to see it over months, over weeks, over really committing ourselves to this process for consistency. And that will tell us a bigger picture about where, what direction our weight is going in. One to two weeks can be indicative of, you know, are you sticking to your calories? Are you doing the right things? But overall, we want to track our weight over at minimum, in my opinion, if you're going on a weight loss and fat loss journey for at least three months of committing ourselves to this process or else your results are not going to be as consistent and you're really not going to be able to see as much of a body change as you may like. Okay. So the other areas for tracking progress that I want to switch gears and talk about are progress photos and measurements. Now, as a hard rule of thumb, I like to have my clients take progress photos and or measurements every four to six weeks. Progress photos, I think every four to six weeks are really helpful because week to week, I've had clients take them before, but you're not going to notice massive changes. But when you compare week one versus week six, your body, you're going to be able to see a lot more body changes, which I think is really helpful. In addition, measurements are something that I don't talk about all the time because they are sometimes really hard to take. Um, And I do sometimes think like just how you fit in your clothing can be really indicative of measurements without actually having a measuring tape because who the F has a measuring tape anymore unless you guys are buying it on Amazon specifically to follow TSM. But taking measurements can be so helpful. When I first began my career as a dietitian, I actually never had my 
clients take progress photos and they just did measurements, especially when they're trying to lose weight. And measurements are really helpful because if you are losing inches, right? And maybe you don't even see that in progress photos quite yet because it's not like a massive change in like three or four weeks. But say you are losing inches and your weight is not moving much. You may think you're in a plateau, but if you're seeing that body movement, it might just be slower. And maybe you could improve consistency a little bit, but that doesn't mean you're in a plateau just because your weight loss is slower, which brings me right to my second point and something I want to spend some time talking to you guys about, which is how to know if you're in a plateau. So now that you guys know tracking your weight, tracking progress photos and measurements are huge parts of assessing your progress and seeing if you're going in the right direction. Let's talk about how to know if you're actually in a plateau. So as a rule of thumb in TSN, I always like to say, with when three to four weeks go by and you're truly maintaining your weight, and you're not seeing weight loss, right? The weight's not going up, but it's just not going down. Maybe it's teetering down and going back up, but it's kind of, you're kind of in a maintenance place. To me, that can be really indicative of two things. One, it could be a consistency issue, or two, you might actually be in a weight loss plateau. So if you are seeing that weight not drop for three to four weeks, or, you know, you can honestly start to be even alerted to lack of progress, like over two weeks, like if two solid weeks go by and you're trying to be really consistent, you're, you know, focusing on hitting your calories and you don't see a weight drop that once again, might be a plateau or that might be a consistency issue. And I'm going to help you guys sort of, sort of figure out and sift through which is what is it consistency or is it like a true plateau? So, so something I do want to mention though, if you are your first couple weeks into coaching, you're getting more active, you're doing the right things, you're exercising more, you're eating more unprocessed foods, which are so important. And yeah, they might be the same amount of calories, but they're the quality of those foods are really improved. And you're having more fruits and vegetables that have a high water content. You may not see that skill go down. And I've even had it where my clients may gain a little bit of weight at first just because their diet maybe was such a hot mess express before. And then they're having like all these unprocessed foods and they're living such a healthy lifestyle now. That weight on the scale may go up or stay the same, but those first one to two weeks of not seeing progress isn't a reason to be like, okay, like we need to drop our calories. We're doing something wrong. It's more about like sticking true to the process, continuously focusing on doing the right things. Um, So we did just want to mention that even though, yes, you know, three to four weeks of no weight loss probably either need a drop or, you know, you need to improve something within your plan because you're not being consistent. But um, even within like the first two weeks of coaching, like you just want to keep that in the back of your mind um, because I think it's so easy to blame like, okay, like my calories are wrong or this is wrong or like this isn't working when it's like, yo, like slow down and think about are you being consistent? Is there anything that you can do better? And also, could you be doing all the right things? And like that shit just hasn't caught up to you yet. So with that in mind, let's rewind. Like I said, three to four weeks of no weight loss, but you see a drop in measurements or how your clothing fits or in your progress photos or hold up. You're just feeling a lot better in your body. I don't want you to jump to just cutting out a shit ton more calories or adjusting anything necessarily. You may be doing all the right things and that is proof of that progress. And it is possible for you not to be in a plateau despite the weight not changing, but your body composition changing. 
I know it's something that is so hard for many women to hear when they are focusing on that scale. But let me tell you, TSN is not a program that just cares about the scale. So if you are that person that all you care about is the scale and you are unwilling to think about how you want to look and feel, which by the way, I know that's what y'all care about. It's what I care about. Um, and that scale may be such an important thing for you right now. And I effing get it. I was addicted to my scale. I considered the scale as a re- as like the number on it relating to how I felt about myself. And the scale is wildly impactful on your weight loss journey. But I also am so blunt with my coaching babes. So if you're not ready for it, buckle the F up because if you're seeing improvements in your body, who the F cares about your scale number? It's either going to catch up if you do have a significant amount of weight to lose and you are making progress, or if you're in that last five to 10 pounds, literally throw that shit away. Like if you're seeing that body progress, what freaking more do you want? That's why you began this journey. And just because you're not going to be 125 pounds, like you were in high school and now you're 130 pounds, but you have a rock and bod, you're confident, you look freaking amazing. Who the F cares, right? So I just wanted to put that out there because I think some people just need that little bit of real talk right now. But anyway, if you are not seeing a lot of weight loss um, or you're you're really maintaining your weight for roughly three to four weeks, you're beginning to be like, oh shit, like did I hit a plateau? But you are seeing improvements and measurements over the past four weeks, your progress photos, you're feeling more leaner, right? Like so you can sometimes feel more leaner. You put on a sports bra to do your workout and you're like, holy shit, like I kind of not want to wear my shirt right now. If you're like always wearing a shirt when you work out um, or whatever the situation is, babes, like don't jump. You, you probably aren't in a plateau and you're probably seeing that loss of fat and building muscle and your body is transforming and you're probably not in a plateau, babe. Um, In addition, if you are not seeing a weight drop or you see like that scale jump up really quickly, like two or three pounds even... You also want to consider your cycle as you are assessing if you're in a plateau. In my opinion, I think it's really hard to assess if you're in a weight loss plateau when it's around the time you're going to get your period every month. And this is specifically important for females. Because we know there is water retention, there is bloating, there are hormone changes that are going on in your body. And we know that shit's reflected on the scale. Y'all didn't need me to tell you that. So we can't really say like, okay, like if you have your period right now and you see that jump go up, don't freak the F out. It isn't necessarily like your calories all screwed up. Like it's probably that time in the month. In addition, stress and sleep, um, stress and lack of sleep rather can really impact this stuff too. But overall, like three to four weeks of no drop, no improvement in progress photos, no improvement in measurements, um, that can either indicate you are in a plateau and you need to, you know, change some things, be able to break past this, continue to see results. Or as I like to say, you're maintaining your weight. You're not necessarily in a plateau, you're maintaining your weight. And there are other things that you need to improve because you're not being consistent. So on that note, it's time for the main act of this entire podcast, which is the TSN checklist for progress. Now, I've shared this on social media. I share this. And really, this is part of my proven framework. I teach my clients and have my babes utilize inside of the membership. And it is so important because this helps you with consistency 
It gives you tangible, real things that you can focus on, whether or not you're in a plateau, in my opinion. And I think the most successful fit babes are the ones that start doing this shit before they hit a plateau, before they don't see progress, right? And it gets back to this idea, no matter what the F is going on, I want you to show up hard AF for yourself as if you're not seeing progress every day, act like the underdog, and you are going to make so much progress right? Don't get greedy when you see results and put your foot off the gas pedal on the highway. Bitch, you're going to slow down. We got to keep going. Um, Anyway, okay. For this TSN checklist for progress, um, there are five main, main things I always share with my clients that are so important for improving consistency on, but making sure you're doing if you're not seeing progress, regardless if it is a plateau or maybe you think it's from lack of consistency. Um, and really this checklist for progress should be called like the consistency checklist or something like that. I should find a new name for it. DM me your suggestions if you have a better name. Okay. So the first thing we want to consider is calories. Now, a huge myth that I have so many women bust my balls about, but is just the God honest truth. And I know so many other coaches out there preach the same shit. But if you are consistently hitting your calorie deficit and you're saying, I'm in a calorie deficit, but you're not losing weight. Let me be honest, babe. You're not in a calorie deficit just because an online estimation equation or even an estimation equation and me and my dietitians inside the membership have you hitting a certain number, right? And you think, yes, Lauren, I am hitting exactly the 1500 calories y'all told me to do. And you're not seeing results. One, there's other things that impact just the calorie piece. But two, if you're still hitting those numbers and you're not losing weight, you may think you're hitting it, but maybe you're not hitting it. Or you might be hitting it and like that still is not a calorie deficit, right? Just because an online calculator says, okay, this number gets your body in a calorie deficit doesn't mean that number actually gets your body in a calorie deficit. There are many things that go into the calorie deficit and actually you eating less than what you burn. And when you are eating less than what you burn, you are going to see that weight go down on the scale. You are going to see those body changes. So when it comes to consistently hitting calories, we really have to think about, okay, one, are you consistently hitting your calories? I'm talking about G-Track every day, G-Track every meal. Are there meals or snacks or situations where you're not tracking? What about the weekend? Are you tracking the weekend? And in addition with tracking on the weekend, I'm not anti going out to eat. In fact, let me be honest, as I'm recording this episode, I went out to eat with my husband last night for the first time in a very hot minute. And it was beautiful just getting out of the house. Our meal wasn't even that good. I'm not going to lie. The restaurant was more about ambiance. I feel like I went to, but anyway, you can go out to eat and lose weight. There are so many places that have, you know, nutrition information online and you can practice balanced eating. And that's the whole point of weight loss being fun at TSM. But if you are going out to eat very, very often, it will impact that accuracy of those weekly averages. So we don't want to get too greedy with having all our meals out, even though we can, right? We have to find that balance and still using those as fun indulgences, depending on your lifestyle. But first off, we want to think about, are we consistently hitting your calories? Um, Are you tracking all days as much as you can? When you're first beginning, it might be overwhelming to track everything, but that's something you can work towards, especially if you're not seeing the progress that you want and we're not 100% sure about the accuracy of your calories. If we are tracking everything as well, um, we want to think about the measurements and actually what we're inputting into MyFitnessPal. Um, so that that doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a food scale and microanalyze and weigh absolutely everything, but it's something to consider. You know, sometimes your portion sizes and what you're entering can be off. And if you're not tracking everything and you're not seeing progress, you know, 
maybe if you just took a few days where like you literally track everything, um, including coffee creamers and butters and oils and all like these smaller additions to your meals. And you really try to be more accurate. Um, you may see, wow, like those small tweaks, like really do add calories and it's, you know, not necessarily anything bad or unhealthy, but it can really impact those weekly averages. So it is something to consider there. So T's and checklist for progress. Number one, are we consistently hitting calories? Are we hitting the right numbers? Um, and most importantly, if you guys follow TSN and specifically in my membership, you know, I don't just have you track your calories and hit certain numbers daily. We have a range of calories you try to hit daily. And most importantly, are we in that range weekly? We want to assess that weekly average because a few days of higher eating may not seem like a big deal at times, but it can really impact that weekly average depending on kind of what the situation is. So that weekly average is really indicative of our overall progress over time. The next thing on this checklist for progress is more about the types of foods that you're eating. Um, so the first thing is 20 to 30 grams of protein every meal. Now, all of the macros, all of the carbs, proteins, fats, and everything on your plate can impact your fat loss and weight loss goals. However, protein is that number one thing we really want to make sure that we are hitting um, if we're not. So for most women, if you're just eating three meals, hitting about 20 grams of protein, probably actually isn't going to be enough. Um, so that's why we have a range of 20 to 30 grams. Um, and we also give you um, percentages that you're able to follow inside of MyFitnessPal to make sure you're hitting a certain percentage of your total calories with protein. That being said, um, hitting at least 20 grams, especially for babes completely new to calorie tracking, um, having about 20 grams of protein a meal is a really great place to be in because you are consuming more protein. It has a higher, what we call thermic effect of food. It takes more energy to break down. It is going to help you hit your weight loss calories. If we do need to adjust them or, you know, if they're, if you're in a calorie deficit, it's going to be lower than what it takes to maintain your weight. So we'll be helpful there. Um, so as a rough rule of thumb, I like to say 20 to 30 grams per meal um, at minimum and 15 to 20 grams per snack is ideal, but it really depends on how you're distributing your calories and your food throughout the day. Um, that's something we go over in the membership because you don't have to follow a cookie cutter, three meals, two snacks a day, or six small meals game plan. It really depends on the situation. And I know for myself, there are meals where I have 30 to 40 grams of protein easily, easily. And that isn't me over consuming necessarily. Um, having about, you know, four to six ounces of protein is really realistic. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I have these recommendations per meal, but your daily protein intake throughout the day also is really important and that impacts, you know, just like calories. What's your weekly average throughout the week for that consistency piece? A higher protein diet is going to help you shed fat. So it's really important we're hitting those protein goals. Um, the next thing we want to think about is veggies. Um, so having about half your plate veggies and not just to say like, okay, you need half your plate veggies to be healthy and consistent. That's totally not the point. The real point is having what I call veggie centric meals and improving the quality of your diet. Let's be real. I don't have veggies at breakfast. I know there's some clients that do, and I'm like, bravo snaps to you babes, but real talk. Like I don't have veggies at breakfast. So I really prioritize having more veggie centric meals, whether it's a salad or I'm making Brussels sprouts or asparagus or, you know, something on the side of my meals to make sure I'm having a lot of color. I'm having a lot of variety, right? I'm not just fitting my calories, fitting my macros with processed foods. I'm doing it with the quality of foods that are so important for weight loss. Um, and that's because veggies, especially in particular, when we're thinking about that balanced plate, I always preach to you guys have high fiber content, have high water content or low in calories for a big volume, right? Depending on what you're having, it's really important for that diet quality piece for weight loss. 
you probably heard of like the 80, 20 rule, 80% whole foods, 20% fun foods. Um, that's because those whole foods, they may have the same amount of calories, but they have a different bang for your buck. They impact your metabolism in different ways, which is so important to actually consistently fill your diet with nourishing foods. If you are trying to lose weight for that reason. Um, and you can have the fun foods at TSN. In fact, I actually encourage my clients to have the fun foods But if you're not eating those nourishing foods and you're not seeing progress, that could be a huge area that you can improve upon and um, really jumpstart your your journey again. Okay. The next two things that I want to talk about in this checklist for progress that are the last two things of this five five piece checklist for progress are steps and strength training. um, But more importantly, just exercise in general. So at TSN, I like to think of exercise in really simplistic ways. We have our planned exercise and we have our unplanned exercise. Unplanned exercise, what I like to say is more like your daily steps, like your just activity throughout the day. Like how active are you in your lifestyle? Where planned exercise is, yo bitch, I'm going to the gym and I am working on my fitness. I am trying to get strong and shape my body. And it could also include cardio, right? So um, first, let's talk about steps. So as you are eating less calories, you have your weight loss calorie range that we figured out for you. If you're not maintaining the same level of overall activity outside of the gym and you decrease your calories, you have to think about it this way. You may have decreased your calories, but you also decreased your activity. And you may think, wow, like, does that really matter? Like, I probably burned so much of my workout. Like, I'm working hard for my 30 or 40 minute workout. But what you do outside of the gym actually has a massive amount of calorie burn, sometimes even more than what you do when you're like intense gym session for like a shorter duration of time. So if you are decreasing your calories and then you're not seeing those results anymore, and you're doing so many other things that we just talked about here for consistency, you really want to think, okay, well, what about what I'm doing outside of the gym? Because if you're decreasing that, that will decrease your overall maintenance calories, which would decrease the calories required for you to lose weight. So we have to maintain that level of exercise and also plot twist to break plastic plateau. And you're not hitting that like eight to 10 K is a little bit of an arbitrary number, but you're not living an active lifestyle outside of the gym. That's we're trying to incorporate some walks, even if it's cold. Yo, guys, I walked like 15K steps a few days ago with my husband. It was like a super long walk, but it was like beautiful to get outside, even in the cold winter up here in Boston. And it's that type of stuff outside of the gym that can so, so help you start to shed fat, hit the right calories and do the right things. Um, and so many other benefits, of course, but that's really something we want to think about activity outside of the gym. The next thing I want to talk about. And the last thing on this checklist for progress is consistency with your workouts, what you're doing and how to maximize those results, because this will help you not just lose weight, but specifically shed body fat, tone up and transform your body. So as a rule of thumb, I always like to say three to four days a week of strength training, building up to that is ideal. Doing even one day over nothing is fantabulous. I never want to shame anyone for just trying to exercise. And it doesn't have to be perfect when you first begin. In fact, I think the food stuff has to come before this exercise stuff. But as you are advancing on, you're getting um, more stronger. You're getting more fit. We want to at least build up to three to four days a week, if not potentially more. We can do more. I have some of my workout programs with five to six days a week of training and you know, one off day while also maintaining outside activity too. But doing at least three to four days a week strength training is going to allow you to hit different muscle groups more than once. In, in your workouts to help you tone up, help you boost your metabolism, potentially build muscle, which also literally helps you burn more calories. 
and um, also helps you literally burn calories to help you be in that deficit as well. Um, so you really want to think about, okay, first off, are you hitting your workouts? The second thing, what's the intensity of your workouts? Are you working out? Or what I like to say, are you working out where you're like pushing yourself and challenging yourself? And something you want to consider is something called progressive overload. So if you're doing the same workout over and over again, um, which is fine, but if you're not increasing the weights that you're lifting and the intensity of that workout to make it more challenging for your muscles, that is what we call progressive overload. So you're challenging and you're actually able to have your muscles adapt and grow and change. Because if you're doing the same shit over and over again, you're not going to adapt and change. Now, the core movements that I use in many of my strength training programs inside the membership and in my, for my clients, you know, squats, deadlifts, um, bicep curls, chest press, like these are core things. Like they're not made up. I'm not like the, the queen behind making up some new crazy workout shit. The, doing the simple things right is important, but you have to progress and challenge yourself or you're not going to see those body composition changes you want in the gym. So if you're not seeing progress and you don't think you're really dialed in on that exercise piece, increase the intensity of your workouts, track the weights you're using, increase those weights every week, right? Really great. And you can also try to add in one to two days of high intensity cardio or just more, even a walking day, right? All of these little tweaks can really add up if you are in a plateau. And obviously you do want to you know, incorporate rest time when you can, but when you feel like you need to be doing more, and you feel like this checklist as I go over it with you guys, like there are things that you could do better about. These are those tangible things that you can really work on. And you, before you blame anything or anyone, or you feel bad for yourself, pick yourself right back up, listen to this podcast and know that there's always things that you can do. Losing weight isn't some magical thing that happens when you just, you know, oh, I'm going to make a change and I really hope it works. Someone said that to me recently and literally on a call, I was like, we don't want to hope for things to work. We want to do stuff strategically because we know it works because this is based off science and you do something, there is a result, right? You don't do something, there's a lack of result, right? So we need to be really strategic with how we break past plateau or, you know, how we make a change to our lifestyle or diet. If you're not seeing progress and you are in a plateau, it's not something I just want you to try to just work out a little bit more or, you know, cut, cut back on calories or make some changes without actually assessing what the F is going on in your diet. And that's especially why like inside of the membership, we have a whole thread, not just for initial calories, but for calorie adjustments. Because first off, I know the shit can be confusing. I know it can feel so frustrating because you have this emotional relationship to the scale, which I get it, guys. But we also have to think about the overall picture how you're tracking your progress, um, what are those measures of success, how you're feeling, always reframe to, you know, how do I want to feel in my body? And most importantly, are we showing up in every area that we can? And is there anything that I can do better? If you live a life where you do everything perfectly and you don't think you can do better, TSN is not for you. That is not how we make progress and transform our bodies and lives. Everyone can always do something better and more consistently. And TSN is for women that do not want to give up. So I hope this inspired you, babes. If you are in a plateau, I know how frustrating it can be. I know how annoying it can be to maintain your weight when you feel like you're doing all the things right. So just know like you are going to get past this. You are going to achieve your goals. And you're going to be so freaking proud of yourself when you do. And I am rooting you on um, every step of the way. 
Love you guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a good one. Last but not least, babes, I have officially opened up spots for January for TSN Small Group Coaching. My next group is going to be my Lizzo babes. I name all of my groups after celebrities because celebrities are just so fun. Love social media, love pop culture. Um, But if you're looking for more support on setting your calories, having the accountability and support system going into the new year, um, cannot believe 2020 is over. Thank goodness. Um, But if you're really looking to get this support so you can really figure out what is the right amount of food and portion sizes you should be eating and have an overall game plan, this program is definitely for you. Um, You can click the show link below and you can be able to apply for coaching. Also click the link in my bio at sorority.nutritionist on Instagram and um, we can book a call to chat. So babes, that is all I have for today's episode. If you love today's show and what we chatted about on here, please do me a favor and take a hot minute to leave a review on iTunes and share this episode with a friend. The way the Sorority Nutritionist podcast has grown and TSN has been able to help even more women has been from women like you sharing their experience, listening to the podcast, how it's transformed your life. Most importantly, by getting other women to actually take a listen to it as well. By leaving a review, I really, really freaking thank you. I'm going to be corny AF from the bottom of my heart because you are straight up helping me help more women just like yourself, just like you and I, so they can lose weight while having fun and do it in a balanced way instead of following crazy fad diets you find on the internet. So please take a moment and leave a review. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend. And most importantly, I cannot wait until next week, another episode drops. See you then, babes.